five, four, three, two, one, ignition. We have liftoff. Hello world, welcome once again to the... The Sunday Frog Box. Yes, show number 29. Ooh, that's a lot of shows. This 26th day of November 2017. What a day to be alive. Oh, yes, and, you know, I think we can say we've been to the garden centre today and mm. we looked at the Christmas decorations. I think it's, we can say... It's Christmas now. It's Christmas. And so... Uh, yeah. Bluegrass. What says Christmas like bluegrass? Well, I can think of many things that say Christmas more than this. Well, that's the music now. That's our background music for you. So, Annabelle's here, as you've heard. Um, what's the theme for this week? The theme is B-sides. Well, not just any old B-sides. The, be- B- the 20 best-selling... Wait, no. <laughs> the, yes. The 20 best-selling singles of B-sides. And of uh, the B-sides of... The- <sighs> It's the 20 best-selling singles of all time. The B-Sides. The B-Sides. Mm. Now, earlier on today, when I mentioned this to you, you said, what's a B-Side? I did not say it like a stereotypical teen. <laughs> but you did, actually. Who was supposed to know that? And explain what it was. <laughs> uh, what? And, you, you know, you were surprised. And I was surprised to learn that when you buy a single these days, you only get one song. Seems crazy. You've just pulled a button off your cardigan. It just fell off. It's obviously the bluegrass oh, music. No. I'll show you that. So, yeah, so Annabelle and her generation know nothing of B-sides, so this will be a mysterious thing for them. Mm-hmm. So let's start right in at number 20, best-selling single of all time. Mm-hmm. Sold 12 million copies. That's, That's a lot. lot of copies to sell of anything. Mm-hmm. And it's from 1996. Mm-hmm. The single was Time to Say Goodbye from Andrea Bocelli and Sarah Brightman. Which you don't know. No. Um, 12 million people bought that. We're going to play the B side. It's called Viveri, and it's Andrea Bocelli and someone else. So Sarah Brightman didn't get to do the B side. It was Geraldine Travarto and Andrea Bocelli. Viveri. It's a sort of power ballad. So we'll see what you think of this from 1996. Yesterday E sono sempre in mezzo ai guai Vivo e ti domando Cosa sei Ma specchio tu non parli mai Io che non potrò mai creare niente Io amo l'amore ma non la gente, io, che non sarò mai un Dio. Vivere, nessuno mai ce l'ha insegnato. Vivere, fotocopiandoci il passato. So 
tu vedessi l'uomo davanti al tuo portone che dorme avvolto in un cartone se tu ascoltassi il mondo una mattina senza il rumore della pioggia Pensi pensieri della gente, poi il Dio c'è solo Dio. Vivere, nessuno mai ce l'ha insegnato. Vivere, non si può vivere senza passato. Vivere, è bello anche se non l'hai chiesto mai. Ci sarà sempre qualcuno che la canterà Qualcuno non mi basta di That was a bit epic. Yeah, that was really cool. And very Italian. Yeah. I um, feel like if I knew what they were saying, I'd find well, it emotional. It was, about, uh, it was all about live your life. Be the best you you can be. Don't listen to anyone else and just get on with it. And yeah. Woohoo, inspirational. Empowerment, inspirational. Yeah, that was the B-side. So not bad, I think. Not mm. bad for a B-side. Not bad for a song you're just putting on with the other one. Well, what... Happens now. We go to number nineteen. Mm. The Beatles. Yeah. Now I know you've heard of the Beatles. Who hasn't? And you might also have heard of the song I Want to Hold Your Hand. Mm-hmm. I wanna hold your hand. I wanna hold your hand. Y- yes. Yeah. That was the uh, twelve million selling nineteenth best selling single of all time mm-hmm. in nineteen sixty three. The B side it was a song by the Beatles that I'd never heard before. And it's called This Boy. And we play it now. That boy took my love away. He'll regret it someday. Boy, want you back 
see why they put it at the B side. Yeah. With all the sort of fast stuff they were doing at the time. Mm. Well, out of the 20 top-selling singles of all time, mm-hmm. no less than three were Christmas songs. So, um... <laughs> that, that's a thing. So, um... We have that. We also have. We also have that this. That wasn't one of them, is it? No, that's not one of them. Okay, good. Neither is this. Ho, 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 ho. Who was that? Sia. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Is it her new one? Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. That's festive, isn't it? Hmm. Not as festive as this. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Shut up, Barry White. <sighs> you weren't here last time. That's Barry White. He keeps disturbing me. Oh. Okay, well, the first uh, the first of the three Christmas songs in the top 20 best-selling singers of all time was by Gene Autry. Mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. And it's from all the way back in 1949. Yeah. Gene Autry is one of the sort of you know, American singers with the cowboy hat on. You know, sort of a country and western guy. Yeah. Um, the B-side, if it doesn't snow on Christmas, I really like it. I think this should be revived as an A-side. This is a great a great Christmas tune, and i play it now. Yeah. Gene Autry from 1949, If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas. <laughs> Santa works all day in his workshop Making lots of games and toys Then one day he hops in his sleigh To bring them to the girls and boys Santa's just as nice as he can be There's just one little thing that worries me If it doesn't snow on Christmas How is Santa gonna use his sleigh? 
In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how'll he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? Doesn't snow on Christmas, how is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better. If I knew he could fly a plane, people say he has a reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? It's rather jolly. Yeah. Like that, and it's yeah. really good quality. Mm. And since it was 1949, that's great recording quality. Yeah, you wouldn't, right? you wouldn't think. That's yeah, really clear. Yeah, Very good. Well done, Gene Autry. Richard Daly is listening. He's full of facts. He's mm. full of data. He says, um, did you know that sales slash downloads of 30,000 will get you a number one song these days? Mm. Whereas, for comparison, Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall mm-hmm. sold 1. Million copies, 1.1 million copies, which yeah. averages about 91,666 per week. That's a lot. So, eh, you know used to sell a lot more units than they do these days. Yeah. Something to think about. Okay, well, number... That was from 1940. I said mention that. No, 1949. I mean, wait, so they sell less now. Oh, a lot less, yeah. Well, I mean, it's because you can, like, illegally download it now. So some people don't... Well, that might be part of it. Also, with um, streaming services, you don't have to buy individual also, songs. Also, Spotify. You, you, you pay a subscription. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. So, number 17, from 1981, we have Trio. There's a song called Da Da Da. Da Da Da. Da Da Da. See, you know it. I don't, I was just singing along. That's how it goes. Oh. I just said Da Da Da. Unfortunately, every song that Trio did had the same three chords in it. Uh, as did the B-side from that 13 million selling record which is called Sabine, Sabine, Sabine and it's warning you now listeners, not very good but uh, you know, theme 
So we have to play it by Trio. Sabine, Sabine, Sabine. mal gesagt hat es äh, ich soll ruhig wieder anrufen ne? und doch doch hast du gesagt doch doch bestimmt bestimmt und dann diese musik weißt du ja und dann dachte ich ruf doch mal an und was hallo hallo sabine nee nee nee, nee. ich dachte nur dass du dann äh, mal rumkommst ja wie Oh, I'm sorry, I'm fading it because I'm falling asleep here. I mean, they're German, but we mustn't hold that against them. It's just they couldn't write... They had the one fantastically successful song, and everything else they did was utter tripe. Utter tripe. But there you go, that's the one-hit wonder of wonderful, wonderful things. Yeah, okay, well, we have a contest voice. And... It's, um, is it related to the theme? Well, kind of. I'll tell you how it's related to the theme. One of the songs of which we're going to play a B-side comes from a film which the man you're going to hear was in. Mm. And he's talking about someone related to one of the other songs you're going to hear. So right. to get success on this quiz, because I don't think it's that hard once you hear it, mm. you need to tell me who's speaking and who's he talking about. And here he is. And as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as the lists are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. I think I know. So, well, you can tell me in a minute, but uh, who is that gentleman and who is he talking about? And as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as the lists are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. Okay, we'll find out later. If you want to have a go at that, you can text us on 011-385-90690. Start your text with... FXR. Or you can email at studio at org. .uk. And that will come through to us. Or you can go on the Facebook. Our page is called... Sunday Frog Bops. Not Bops. Sunday Frog Bops. <laughs> Frog bops. Just frogs that are dancing. Frog bops. Frog bops. It sounds like a kids program. 
Frog box. Ribbit, ribbit. Frog box, frog box. No, it's Sunday frog box. Okay. So, okay, well, uh, <laughs> mad laughter. Nah, we move on. Right, well, we have to crack on. We're already a song behind with all our talking. So, the next one, number 16, from 1963, again, a good year for million-selling songs, apparently. Mm-hmm. Sold 13 million copies. Sukiyaki by the Japanese heartthrob Kayu Sakamoto. And the name of the song is Anoko no Namae wa Nantenkana. Does that seem correct to you? Wait, uh, yeah. Oh, speaker of several oh. Japanese phrases. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. And it means, I wonder what her name is. Oh, it's a good thing. Oh, no, I know. Now we, yeah, I knew how it's Nonomea. Oh, that's your Nonomea. Yeah, yeah, I see the connection. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> apologies, because this is really dreadful quality. Mm-hmm. After the brilliant quality of uh, old Gene Hawtrey, this is pretty awful. Mm. It's the best version I could find, and I've cleaned it up. Uh, may not play all of it because it's entirely dreadful. Um, but anyway, we'll play it. Because, you know, he was very popular for some bizarre reason. <laughs> so-and-so if you wish but I just want to punch him you are a miserable so-and-so sorry if you wish I'm sure it was all very happy and wonderful but um, just you're just not in the mood for it right now come on Caillou Sakamoto (laughs) clearly that sort of nonsense was uh, was uh, was very popular in 1963 And not just with the Japanese. I didn't. I didn't hate that. I, I don't know why. Yeah, it was I, all liked right. it. I mean, that was the B side. But I mean, I, you know, thirteen million people around the world liked it enough to buy it. So. Well, the front. Hmm. The top bit. The top bit. The A side. The A side. Yeah. Top bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how you see the world. <laughs> well, let's go some rock now because at number fifteen we have the Scorpions. <laughs> A sigh of relief is breathed by at least one of my listeners. Um, we're going to play some rock, and the the side, the song, the side, the A side 
was Wind of Change. It's 1991, 14 million copies. And the reason why was it was associated with... Do you know what happened in 1991? Uh, no. The Berlin Wall came down. I did know that. I didn't know... I, yeah, something in my head told me that that was something mm. to do with it. But. Yeah, there was a whole sort of... Not actually a revolution, but things changed in Russia. Mm-hmm. And uh, across Europe, it was all very exciting because it's like communism is dead and people are coming together and... Yeah. It wasn't dead, but you know, it was very exciting. And uh, this single got itself associated with it and therefore sold millions of copies. But the B side is also pretty good if you like rock. Mm. The Scorpions, who are also German, but not as bad as Trio. Mm. This is Tease Me, Please Me from 1991. <laughs>
Scorpions tease me, please me. Now I'd say that was a strong B side. I like that. That could be That's, an A side. Well, I think that was better than the A side, but what there you go. Oh. oh, it was a power ballad. Oh, Wind of change. I didn't like that. But, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Nanny reminds us that she has a small piece of the Berlin Wall hanging in her lounge. Is that what that rock is? Yeah. Ah. It was before it came down. We were in Berlin with uh, the choir and everything, mm. and we went to see the Berlin Wall, and we didn't actually chisel the piece off it, but there was a little piece of the cement that had just kind of fallen off and was lying at the bottom, so mm. picked it up and brought it home. Cool. And now the wall is gone, so we have a memento of another time. Well, it's time for our regular feature... <laughs> Acapella Corner. <laughs> And today we feature a gentleman we've had on before, Smooth McGroove. What a great name that is. I wish that was his real name. <laughs> well, Smooth who knows? Smooth McGroove. Smooth McGroove. And he has done, well, he's done many acapellas, but um, I, it's difficult to find a B-side acapella. There, there is a group called B-side, but they, they haven't recorded anything that's very good. I mean, the recording wasn't very good, so I went for this instead. You know the Tetris music? Yeah. Well, that's the A-type bit Tetris music. There is also a B-type Tetris music, which you can select on the Game Boy. Really? And have instead of the A-type music. There's also a C-type, but for our purposes, I thought we'll have the B-type. And this is Smooth McGroove giving us that. Let's hear it. So you could play that all day if you wanted, but uh, we're not going to do that. So that was oh, that's good. Well done, Smooth McGroove. Well, in 1978, Gloria Gaynor released a song which you probably heard of called I Will Survive. Uh, I will survive. Yes, that one. Yeah. I got all my love to live. I got all my love to give. Yes, and it was very... I will survive. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I know what you mean. That is very much the song that I'm talking about. And it sold 14 million copies. Well done, Gloria. Uh, But it had a B-side, of course. And we're going to play that. Uh, It's called Substitute. Not the uh, the Who song, Substitute, which is really good. But uh, it's, uh, it's not bad. 
It's Gloria Gaynor. Richard reminds everyone that uh, I Will Survive featured in the Demon Player's Panto in 2010. Ooh, that's a while ago. and the Three Bears. Oh. Sung by Dame Spark. What's with this? What's this? I d- there's a there's a oh. crackling sound. Where Maybe. are you, Cracker? Ah, it's me. Oh. Okay, sorry about that. that. This, sorry about that. Yes, Dame Sparkles, who looks to me like it was played by Neil. Uh, sung I Will Survive... Yeah. 1978 cool. the song came out also in 1978 uh, the next one the 13th most 
popular selling song ever. Mm-hmm. From a movie called Grease. Oh, I like this song. Can you guess which one? Well, you can't. You don't need to guess because it's written down in front of you. Yeah. You're the one that I want. Oh, it's Sam Broadley, not uh, not Neil. Sam Broadley was Dame Sparkles. Yes, yes, Okay, come down. You're in grease mode. You've slipped into grease mode. You won't know the B-side. It's an instrumental called Alone at the Drive-In Movie. I will know it. You won't. I do know it. Okay. It's cool. when they're in the car. Alone at the Drive-In Movie. Yeah. Okay, then. Figures. century as the list are drawn it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on much more music indeed there will be much more music and there will be the 12th song most sold as a single the 12th most song of the list I was doing all right until you flustered me then. And it's from 1997, which is the most recent of our top 20. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Stop giggling. (laughs) Dear, oh dear. Professional. Be Mm. professional. Mm. Celine Dion. Mm, Yes. Not a big fan, personally. I don't hate Celine Dion. I like her song that was in Titanic. Which is this? This is the one. This is the one. And that is why it was such a huge seller, because Titanic was a huge deal. Um, you? Ah. <coughs> Please carry on. Thank you. 
as I said, Titanic was a huge deal, highest grossing film of all time at the time. Mm. Uh, I've never seen it. Neither have I. No. No, what happens? I feel like I should have. Spoilers. The boat goes down. I know, but I'm too scared to watch it because apparently it's really sad. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but don't worry because, you know, your heart will go on. Anyway, the B-side of that (laughs) is called The Reason, and we must play it now.
enough of that. Sorry, Celine, but uh, nah, not for me. Nah. <sighs> Say what you said in the song. That's funny. Well, she's just like, you are the reason I wake up in the morning. I think she's singing about her alarm clock. <laughs> I don't know. In the middle of the night, you go off by mistake, and I'm really upset at me. <laughs> hmm. oh, sorry, I just zoned out completely. Yeah, Celine Dion zone. Blah. Anyway, anyway, better than that, in my opinion, Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. You like Brian Adams? Yeah, I do. And in 1991, he released a 15 million selling single, and it was one that everyone my age will remember. Everything I do, I do it for you. It was associated with Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which mm. was a super popular film starring Mr. Kevin Costner yeah. as Robin Hood. Only it's Robin Hood with an American accent. And uh, Alan Rickman was in it. Mm-hmm. You know, Snape. Yes, he I, was the I know sher- Alan Rickman is. I'm just saying, you know, for anyone who might not know. Yeah. Uh, he was the sheriff of Nottingham, and he really stole the show. He really did. Yeah. He was much the best thing in it. Anyway, the, the song was in the charts in the UK forever. Just like week after week after week at number one. Mm. Amazing. Um, but the B-side is um, a live version of his earlier song, She's Only Happy When She's Dancing. Mm. So, hit it, Brian. Yay, Brian.
Brian, would you like to go and see? Would you like to see Brian Adams? That'd be quite fun. Yeah. Don't know when he's coming. We'll check that out. Don't know when he's coming again, but there you go. Well, that was 15 million selling B side. So actually, no one bought that, did they? They bought the A side. But there you go. Mm. And number 10, uh, 16 million seller. Yes, sir, I can boogie by Bakara. Yes, sir, I can boogie. But I need that certain mm-hmm. song. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. 1977. Well, everyone knows it because it's a 16 million sold song. And the B side is not that good, but uh, hey, it's Baccarat, who I think were French, and Cara Mia. Sentimental That's the guy who'll open up your diamond eyes He will be there when you are crying Bravely trying, self-denying He can wipe the tears from your sweet diamond eyes Come here, mine, the stars are gonna shine forever Stuart Acker, mm-hmm. who listeners may know from the Saturday crew, uh, tells us that uh, he used to listen to his dad's copy of that, 45, and he liked the B-side better than the A-side. Oh. It just made me feel very old. 
because I wasn't, you know, I was actually, you know, old enough to, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't buy it, but mm. I could have done. Uh, my dad had much older stuff, <laughs> much older stuff. Okay, well, uh, no one has guessed uh, the voice yet. Mm. And as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as the lists are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. Who is that, and who is he talking about? On 107.5 FM and online at felixstowradio.org.uk In association with the Orwell Hotel, this is Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM so if you know who that gentleman is, who, as I have said, is obliquely related to the A-side of one of the songs this evening, mm. and who is he talking about, who is directly related to another song we're going to play, then let us know. As the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as the lists are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Maybe more clues later. All right, well, we move on to number nine in our top 20 best-selling singles of all time. And uh, this might outrage you. This is from 1939. Mm. Even the name of the band, The Ink Spots. Right. They were black. And they called themselves The Ink Spots. Mm. I don't think that would happen these days. No. Uh, but anyway, you know, um, it wasn't easy being black in America in those days. No. And, uh, you know, at least they were able to make some, some mm. singles and some money, even if they could only play in certain venues. And the song is I, If I Didn't Care, uh, mm. which has been recorded by loads of different people. Um, but their version, as I said, sold 19 million copies in 1939, which is a lot, an awful lot. And the B-side is... Quite, uh, I quite like it. You know, I like electro swing and all yeah. that kind of thing. Well, it's, it's kind of that kind of vibe. So much so that I thought maybe I'll take it and uh, uh, jazz it up a bit. And you know, mm. but anyway, let's hear it. It's a uh, knock need Sal. <laughs> knock need Sal, the B side by the Ink Spots uh, mm -hmm. of I. <laughs> if I didn't care, knock need Sal. Has anybody seen my Sal? Not me, sailed on the corner. Yes, yeah. There was a gal named Sally with knock knees and cross eyes. She cheated her best pally with a guy's guise. She had but one ambition, and to her it was a cinch. She was in the right position when she sat on the mourner's bench. Anybody ever seen Knock Me Sell? Knock Me Sell on the Motor's Bend. Oh, Cushfoot, Slewfoot, Flatfoot, Sell. Knock Me Sell on the Motor's Bend. Has anybody ever seen Knock Me Sell? Knock Me Sell on the Motor's Bend. She's killer, dealer, she's my gal. Knock Me Sell on the Motor's Bend. Now, old Sal can't be trusted, no matter where she goes. Yeah. She's bound to come up busted. And I know, no, sure, sure. she had but one ambition, and to her it is a cinch. Yeah. 
She's in the right position when she's sitting on the morning bed. Glory! And but yet she's not neat cell. Not neat cells on the morning bed. Oh, good foot, flat foot, slew foot cell. Not neat cells on the morning bed. Oh, tall, slim, lean cell. Not neat cells on the morning bed. She's smelly as a shella, she's my gal. Not neat cells on the morning bed. Take it, boy. Yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. Home cooking. Glory, glory. Has anybody yet seen knock me cell? Knock me cell on the morning bell. Oh, good foot, flat foot, slew foot cell. Knock me cell on the morning bell. She's a sender boy, she's my gal. Knock me cell on the morning bell. Won't you help me find old knock me cell? Knock me cell on the morning bell. Yes, brother, I thank you. Knock me cell on the morning bell. Just drop your nickels in and help me find my cell. Knock me cell on the morning bell. Yes, it's more blessed to give than receive. Anybody here seen Knock Knee Sally? Has anybody here seen my Knock Knee Sally? Knock Knee Sally on the Mona's bed. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. Go away, Barry White. Honestly, that man, he just won't go away. He didn't even say anything different. You say the same thing every time. Just, just yeah. quit it, Barry. Get out of here. Quit it. Yeah, go. Out of the door. If you can fit through the door. Anyway, he's dead. So he isn't really here. Oh. It must be his ghost. The Ooh. ghost of Barry White is still with us. <coughs> oh, sorry, Tiddles. Right, well, uh, we move along to... Um, well, we have a little break, in fact, from the uh, from the chart, mm. because it's our They Might Be Giants time. Yay! And I thought, well, B-sides. Um, I thought, well, what was on the B-side of probably their most famous single, Birdhouse in Your Soul? Mm. Make a little Birdhouse in Your Soul from 1990. Birdhouse in Your Soul, Yes. Yeah. And amazingly, I realised that it was a song I'd never heard before. And you know, I like They Might Be Giants. We've played a song by them on every show. Yeah. But I'd never heard this. It's called Hot Char from 1990. So uh, let's hear it. I really like it.
come back, we would throw such a party. Drink and cook the prodigal son. Fondue folks for everybody. Hot child, where are you? Everybody's eyes are closed. I can't see why I miss you so, so hot child. I feel that would be a good t-shirt. Mm, fondue, yeah. fondue forks for everybody. Yeah. Why not? That would be cool. Fondue forks. Actually, that would be a good name for a band. The Fondue Forks. Fondue Forks. Yeah. Be careful how you said it, but uh, there you go. Hot char. <laughs> well, we've had a couple of guesses. It, it's not Barack Obama. And That's what I thought originally. Then I thought, mm, why would he be talking about... And he's not about? talking about Celine Dion. Though, you know, I'd say you're in the right ballpark. You're in the right ballpark. But uh, one more time. And as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as the lists are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. I should say that not only is he related to one of the songs on the show, mm-hmm. and she related to one of the songs on the show, but they are related to each other by work. They right. worked together. All right. That's oh, interesting. Interesting. So if you get one, you'll get the other, I think. Well, let's move back to our charts. Number eight, a 20 million selling record in 1985. We are the world. We are the children. We are the... I don't know what the words are. But it was a charity single. You know, 1985, 1984, Band-Aid, mm-hmm. Do They Know It's Christmas. 1985, yeah. there was a massive concert, um, you know, Live Aid, and the Americans thought, well, let's get on this uh, charity bandwagon and produced uh, a single called We Are the World. We Are the... Yeah, and it was them. And they were called USA for Africa. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that. I'm familiar. Uh, however, the B-side, I think the whole thing was produced by Quincy Jones, the great Quincy Jones, mm-hmm. to produce Michael Jackson, what have you. And the B-side is... A Quincy Jones track. It's an instrumental track. Yeah. That clearly he'd written himself at home on his keyboard, and they just bunged it on there. And I'm not going to play all four minutes, twenty five seconds of it, mm. um, because frankly, I mean, I don't want to diss the great Quincy Jones, mm. but I could write something better than this with my right hand. I'm, Whoa. Left, I'm left-handed, folks. Oh, that's a statement. In my sleep. While I was doing something else. Oh! Okay, so I don't really like it. I don't like it. But it's called Grace. Mm. So let's hear it.
Enough. Enough. I'm sorry. I, I can't get I through I know what it. you mean. I can't get through it. It sounds like something that you would do if you were testing all the sounds on your new keyboard. Yeah, yes, I do. I would do that, like, just the next sound, and, oh, that sounds like... <sighs> sorry, Quincy Jones. As Stuart says, it uh, it sounds a bit... The bits of it sound like uh, what they what they play at you in the cinema to test the THX. Yeah. <laughs> the audience is listening. <laughs> you know. Anyway, well, we're not listening anymore because I turned it off. This is the power of the radio presenter. I can turn him off. I can turn off Quincy Jones. Crazy. I can't do that in real life. I wouldn't want to do that in real life, but I can turn him off on the radio. Oh, the power. Well, at number seven, and another 20 million selling song, this time from 1960, Mm. Elvis Presley. Thank you very much. Was that? Was that? No, it wasn't Elvis. It was me. Sorry. The ghost of Is it? Although there are those who insist that he isn't dead. Maybe he's actually here. Maybe he's actually. Maybe he's disguised as Barry White. I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood. You're disturbing our mood and our thoughts. Is Elvis Presley alive and well and living inside the ghost of Barry White? Suddenly, all the pieces are coming together. In 1960, he released a song uh, <laughs> called It's Now or Never, which is the Cornetto song. Cornetto it's song. now or never. Although, you won't remember this, but there used to be a series of adverts in the 80s. Uh, for Why cor- would I remember adverts for in the 80s? Because it's a classic advert. It's like a gondolier. In the gondola, and he was like, "Just one cornetto, give it to me, delicious ice cream from Italy, the malt and chocolate cream. Give me cornetto from all this ice cream." Anyway, <laughs> yeah, That's beautiful. So Elvis Presley. Uh, it's not, it's now yeah. or never. Oh. Really oh, 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 oh. Uh, that was the tune. Mm. And it sold uh, like, you know, 20 million I copies. I really fancy a Cornetto now. Oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Cornetto. Uh, no Cornetto Let's think about here. that. Well, we play the B-side of It's Now or Never, which is called A Mess of Blues. Oh, yeah. Before I lose 
But I like the blues. Just uh, Miss Sinclair here saying she should be here. Yeah. You know, she should be here helping yeah. us present the show. And uh, she says she could have brought chocolate cake. And I'm thinking, oh, uh, OMG, that's just what we need. And she's even sent a picture of the chocolate oh, cake. Oh, why did you torture us? Beautiful, beautiful cake with cream in the middle and there's strawberries on top. Wait, can I see? Yeah, come around. I'm going to come and look. Oh, this is like. Oh. Oh, because we're both really hungry. <sighs> oh, well, no, put it out of your mind. We can't have that wonderful, lovely cake. Or Claire's company, because she's not here. She's at home. With a cake. <sighs> Be strong. Be strong. I'm not strong. Well, that was Elvis Presley. Um, at number six in our super chart of top... 20 million selling singles Whitney Houston Twenty million copies. Yeah, That's a lot of copies. Yeah, it's not actually an original song. It was Dolly Parton originally, I believe. Oh. Anyway, the B side uh, is "Jesus Loves Me," which I think uh, comes from the same film, mm. "The Bodyguard." I think it does. We'll play it now. "Jesus Loves Me" says Whitney Houston. <laughs> I don't want to disturb your thoughts. I don't want to disturb your mood.
Cristo Radio, 107.5 FM. The most music. Oh, yeah. Well, at number five in our chart, mm. from 1954, Bill Haley and his comets with Rock Around the Clock, which is often... Around the clock, you know, right. well, one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock, five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock, nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock, we're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Yeah, we did that in choir. Yeah, well, that was often considered to be the first rock and roll song, the first rock song. Well, anyway, maybe, maybe not. But it was a huge seller. 25 million units sold of that. That's a lot. The B-side, not so good. No. 13 women, it's called. And it, it couldn't be any more of its time mm. in that it talks about H-bombs going off. What's it's a that? hydrogen bomb. It was like a uh, well, some sort of an early type weapon. Mm. And... Uh, you, as a modern, independent, thinking woman, mm. will not appreciate the sentiments encapsulated in the lyrics of this song. But let's play right. it now with an open mind, because it's quite a nice tune. So, <laughs> Bill Hay in his comments, 13 Women. Last night I was dreaming, dreamed about the H-bomb. was the only man on the ground There was a 13 women and only one man in town 13 women and only one man in town And as funny as it may be The one and only man in town is me With 13 women and me the only man around I had two gals every Judging by your face, mm. I thought I'd better take that off. Yeah, no, not loving that. Um, not. And he was like, oh, you wanted that. And I was like, yeah, and the other one kicked you in the face. No reconstruction attitudes there in 1954. Don't like that. No. No, thank you. Thank you that, but. Uh, nope. I guess it was of its time. 
Uh, yeah, he was just saying something about the... Uh, well, I don't know what he was saying, but anyway. Moving on mm. to number four. Mm. 30 million seller this time. 30 Margot million. Jerry. Yes. Mongo Jerry. That is a cat from Cats. No. Mongo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Yes, okay. Fair enough. That's Mungo true. Jerry, I'm going to suggest I'm going to suggest that Mungo Jerry was not his real name. Oh. And mm. he probably uh, picked it because it's a good name. But y- you will know the, the <sighs> Sorry. Alright, thank you. We should have an animals week. We've already done that. We've already done that, haven't we? Have we done animals? Yeah, because we did Little Lion Man. That's where I heard it first. Oh, yeah. Of course we have. We didn't put anything on cats in it. wasn't that long ago. No, we didn't, because because there are, you know, more songs than we have time available. Time is going now. Stop hijacking my time here, honestly. Worse than Barry White. Right, I was just... Yeah, anyway, so Mungo Jerry, uh, the song that sold 30 million copies in 1970 was In the Summertime. We did MPE, we do um, a Just Dance to that, it's really funny. They're like people dressed as fruit. There's one dressed as strawberry and one as a watermelon, we do dance. Are we done? The B side of that was called Mighty Man, and this is how it goes.
Well, I've discovered that Mungo Joe was the name of the band. Okay. Yeah. The name of the band. Um, the front man, whose name I've always thought up until this moment was Mungo Jerry. What is it? <laughs> Ray Dorset. They're British. Oh. All the names. And uh, they released that single in 1970. It was like the first single they'd ever released. Mm. Instantly, suddenly, it's the most popular thing ever. Yeah. And uh, Ray, Ray Dorsey, had to ask his boss for time off so he could go on top of the pops. <laughs> it's all about being propelled to meteoric success. That's quite funny. But there you go. And the name was indeed, as you surmise, based on the poem Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. By T.S. Eliot, not by Andrew Lightweather. So. And. Uh, hang on. There, cut you off. <laughs> Never fails. You that can't was argue. Really rude. You can't argue with record scratch. You have to stop. You have to stop. Well, it's time for my little indulgence uh, when I play something what I done wrote myself. Mm. And it's B sides. I don't think we're B sides because I haven't released B-sides. any singles. So I'm going to play a song called B Mine. Ah, clever. Because it's got a B in the title mm-hmm. from 2001. Apologies again for the singing, but you know. It's me. Wouldn't it be nice if maybe once or twice something went the way that we
there you are. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, I wrote it for your mum. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> At least don't throw up in the studio. <laughs> well, uh, we've got half a right answer for the uh, the voice. We, mm. uh, Stuart uh, knows who he's talking about, but he doesn't know who the chap is. So, uh, and as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century, as a list are drawn, it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. Okay, so who is that? Now, both of the songs that relate in some way to those two people have been played. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying attention, you've probably got a better chance of getting it. Okay, this is your last chance. If you want to have a guess at that, text the studio on 011-385-90690. Start your text with... Or email us, studio at UK. Or go on to Facebook and look up the Sunday Frog Box page and hit us up on there. Or message us personally if you know us individually. Yeah. Or the other way around. Vice versa. <laughs> Do it backwards. Why not? Sometimes I just... I just breathe. <laughs> Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felix the Radio. 107.5 FM I'm going to give you one more clue okay mm-hmm. on the voice um, the person speaking and the person spoken about work together on a big movie a song from which has been played on the show and as the debate heats up about the greatest singer of the last century as the lists are drawn it will have little meaning to me if her name is not on it. Last chance, get your answers in. Well, we're going into the top three now. And as I mentioned before, three of the top 20 best-selling singles of all time are Christmas songs, which means two of the top three must be Christmas songs. Mmm. Mmm, mm. yes. Christmas time. Do you like Christmas? What do you mean you don't like it? Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. So at number three, uh, it was Silent Night, Bing Crosby. 30 million copies in 1935 That's of Silent Night. very much copies. It is a lot of copies. On the B side, he sang uh, Adeste Fidelis, which is the uh, Latin version of uh, O Come Will You Faithful. Stop right there. Stop, stop. Stop right there! (laughs) We're going to have Bing Crosby singing that. Not you. Okay, when you've sold 30 million singles, you can sing it on air. But for now, Bing. Adeste fideles, lady triumphantes, venite, venite in Bethlehem. Natum videte, regem angelorum. 
adoremus. Venite adoremus. Venite adoremus. Dominus. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful just singing there, he would be rotating in his grave as we we ruined his song in the studio but not for you, not for you (laughs) well that brings us to number two after which we'll announce the contest winner because oh my goodness Mm. we've now got two correct answers to pick from (gasps) oh my gosh, how exciting which we will put into our virtual hat and draw out a winner but first the number two best selling single of all time which was Candle in the Wind, Elton John, well, Candle in the Wind, 1997, mm. which was released in 1997 when uh, Princess Diana was killed mm. in a car crash. And old Elton come out with his old song, Candle in the Wind, and redid it for her funeral and sold, while he was at it, 33 million copies of it. Mm. Uh, but on the B-side, he sang a song called You Can Make History, brackets, Young Again, close brackets. Interesting. And not its best song, but we must hear it now.
Full B-side mode. Well, the virtual hat has been spun, and out of it has come the winner of our... It's the it's the crying emoji. No, uh, we've had two successful answers, mm-hmm. both Richard Daly and Stuart Acker, correctly identified our mystery voice as Kevin Costner, speaking mm-hmm. about Whitney Houston whoop, whoop. at her funeral. Yeah. And so, the winner... After is. is after much virtual withdrawing from hats, the winner is Stuart Acker. So we must now give him your prize, the the special winner's song, and here it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. From a cellar in Felixstowe, the winner. You won the contest. You beat all the rest. You won it. 
dissed you with Cause you are the best Key change you won the contest You won the contest, you won the contest You beat all the rest You beat the rest and it was Richard You won it, dissed you with Yeah, you are. You are the best. Hooray. We must move on quickly because. Uh, oh. oh my goodness. Ah. Stop that. Oh. Stuart, you won the contest. Ah. Now I'll fix this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we've got, uh, we've got one more song in our chance. But before that, we must have our regular feature Music Annabelle Thinks You Should Listen To. Oh, yes. It's. Do you know what, what is it? Tell us, tell us about it. Ghana by 21 Pilots. And why must we and listen to this? Just because it's so good. And that sounds so lame, but it's really good. And when you heard it, mm. you were thinking about it very literally and you didn't know what was happening. All right. But you need to interpret it. I'm going to play it now. Okay. Somebody catch my breath I'm a goner Somebody catch my breath I wanna be known by you I wanna be known by you I'm a goner Somebody catch my breath I'm a goner Somebody catch my breath I wanna be known by you I wanna be known by you Though I'm weak, beaten down I'll slip away into the sound The ghost of you is close to me I'm inside out, you're underneath I've got two faces, blurry's the one I'm not I've got two faces, blurry's the one I'm not I need your help to take him out I need your help to take him out Though I'm weak and beaten down I'll slip away into the sound The ghost of you is close to me I'm inside out you're underneath Though I'm weak And beaten down I slip away Unto the sound The ghost of you Is close to me I'm inside out You're underneath Don't let me be gone 
Fabulous, really good. Oh, that's well, top of the charts, one of the all-time best-selling singles, way at the top. Fifty million copies sold was Bing Crosby again with "White Christmas." So we must play the B-side. We're running out of time. This is "Let's Start the New Year Right." Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. One minute to midnight. One minute to go. One minute to say goodbye Before we say hello Let's start the new year right Twelve o'clock tonight When they dim the light Let's begin Kissing the old year out Kissing the new year in Let's watch the old year die With a fond goodbye And our hopes as high as a kite How can our love go wrong if we start the new year Don't drink and drive.